here for the boys. Oh Let's give the God. boys a hang. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Particularly if they're going to college, I'm Alex. And I'm Justin, and Alex's voice, it just keeps getting better with time. <laughs> uh, I'm Pete. Uh, it's early in the morning, so he's still kind of dusted off the vocals a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah, no, I gotta I gotta get the practice in. Sorry about that. It's I, early I in to... the series. It's just a teaser trailer. Exactly. That's what we're going to be talking about is the just-released teaser trailer for Gen V, spin-off series of The Boys Now. They released a first look a while ago, but we got a bunch more news about it, including this trailer that dropped just off of Comic-Con, a little later than Comic-Con, but that's fine. It happens. Still counts. Yeah, it still counts. It's It's Comic-Con adjacent. (laughs) Exactly. So before we get into the trailer specifically, though, let's lay uh, some information out there about Gen V. This is based on, I believe it's the fifth volume of The Boys we got to go now. It's set at college. It is, as you can probably tell, once we get into talking about the trailer, kind of a combination between a college set show and the Hunger Games, among other things. And it focuses on the first generation of kids with powers in the universe of boys who know they were not created by God or anything like that. It wasn't magically they got these powers. They were actually created by being injected with Compound V as kids by Void International. Uh, Pete, you have a question right off. What's going on? Yeah. What is college? No, no. uh, It's like a big high school. Uh, Close. (laughs) Uh, It seems like it's like Homelander U because like there's one point where they're standing next to like on campus, a giant Homelander Uh, That's a great question, Pete. Well, the plot of the show is set at a place called (laughs) Gottlichen University, which is not specifically related to Homelander. We're going to meet a bunch of new characters who are in the freshman class of the show. We'll get to the exact cast in a second. But we are also going to see folks from the boys popping by, just like in that crossover between The Critic and The Simpsons. Everybody remembers and knows what I'm talking about. (laughs) Oh, wow. That's the comparison everyone's making. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, hopefully at the end of the season of Gen V, they'll have uh, one of the characters be like, well, maybe we can come by your show sometimes. And they'll be like, I don't think that's going to happen. But we are going to see Jesse T. Usher as A-Train. We're going to see Claudia Dumit is going to be in there. Colby Minifee, PJ Byrne. Yeah. And also there's one that is out there that I'm not going to spoil because it seems like a surprise that got a little ruined in advance. But if you want to look for it, you can check out Wikipedia.com and you'll find out. Ooh, <laughs> I've nice never heard plug. of that website. Yeah, there that's you go. a paid advertisement right there. That's what yeah. we do. Exactly. We get paid we five dollars every time. They're yeah. gonna bug you about it. Absolutely. Always at the top of the page. <laughs> uh, but the main cast of the show uh, has some faces you will probably recognize. Jazz Sinclair and Chance Perdomo giving us a little bit of a chilling adventures of Sabrina reunion here. Yes. Seems like from the trailer, Jazz Sinclair in particular is the main character of the show, at least initially. Lizzie Broadway, Shelley Kahn, Maddie Phillips, who I loved in Teenage Bounty Hunters, London Thor, Derek mm-hmm. Liu, Asa German, and Patrick Schwarzenegger. You might recommend the, is that last name. No, um, I've that before. Yeah, there you go. He is related to... Can't think of a good joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Son Patrick Thomas and Marco uh, Pagosi. There's also going to be guest stars Clancy Brown, who is very featured oh, in the trailer. Yeah, Great that. actor. Yeah, yeah. And Jason Ritter, a.k.a. Uh, Mr. Melanie Linsky will also be in the show. So that's very fun. Uh, and the last thing that I'll mention, just to sort of like ground setting here, is this is show run by Michelle Fazekas and Tara Butters, who were the showrunners for Agent Carter, and they've done a bunch of other shows. 
shows and a bunch of other work from there. So they definitely have like a good basis in sci-fi, supernatural, fantasy-style worlds. So there you go. Uh, That's all. Oh, the last thing that I should probably mention is the premiere date. That's kind of important. So this is going to be premiering on Prime Video on September 29th with three episodes. It is then going to come out one a week leading up to the finale on November 3rd. I will mention we also do a podcast called Podvincible, all about Invincible. And it seems Mm -hmm. like they're... Prime Video is kind of taking one and flowing into the other. The first, yeah, the first episode of Invincible premieres on November 3rd. Smart strategy, I think. Smart strategy. Yeah. Like, Definitely, especially like nerds. <laughs> well, these shows do seem like they are, you know, a little bit younger than uh than the than the boys and, you know, could easily maybe to based on the trailer have some tonal matches, which is uh, that's exciting. Wait, so you're trying to say they're not going to target 40-year-old dudes? Mm, well, those uh, two. But they're, uh, <laughs> I mean, they're already – they are already in the tank for the show, I think, is what's yeah, going on. Yeah, those 40-year-old dudes yes, are in the tank. Are, well, us, us over here who love the critic and the Simpsons, clearly, <laughs> are, are young, young kids. Are young and fresh. The last thing I'll say before we get into the teaser proper that I was kind of thinking about, and Pete seems very upset with me talking about scheduling, but yes, I am a nerd for scheduling. I'm sorry, Pete, is I Mm. I am very curious about how this is going to lead into the boys season four that finished filming in April. So if you go by traditional post-production, it usually takes about like six ish to eight ish months to do a effects heavy show. These things are taking a lot longer as people are being more careful. The industry is completely strapped for effects. Uh, but Justin, I'm curious to hear from you from from a production perspective. Line producer. Yeah. My guess, mm-hmm. just based on this schedule, is we may see the boys season four. Uh, I, I would actually expect it based on like the six to eight months to be in this range of when Gen V is coming out. But I actually expect now it might come in December on the heels of Invincible if they're just going to keep running one into another. What do you think about that? That's interesting. I mean, less production and just from a programming point of view, um, we learned also at Comic-Con that um, Invincible is going to be split mm-hmm. between uh, four episodes this year, four episodes next year. I bet they string the, the fourth season of The Boys at the end of the Invincible run. Mm. So have it. It'll be a little yep. bit more of a gap than you're talking about, and then just run it all as like, "Hey, this is what we're doing." You like all these shows based on viewership, and now we're combining them into like a true season uh, yep. of television. Uh, Justin, I have a follow up question. Yes. Uh, if the uh, if the strike is happening right now, how does that not relate to post production? Uh, is well, it just because there's no actors uh, in post production usually, or well, I mean, two sometimes things. There I, is, but yeah, I think there are uh, actors are in post production for uh, ADR pickup right. lines, any sort of things you might need there. Now, that's not necessarily going to happen. That that may be another reason why it might be delayed. They might need to like wait until there's a deal with, on the the actor strike, the strike the, involving the actors, so that they can finish up post later on. Because you can always do the ADR at the end. It's not like you need need that right away to to move forward you can just drop drop in a temp track or something and then keep going but post-production is in aren't in the writer's union or the actor's union so they they keep working there is there is a producer's union but it doesn't really it's not the same type of union post-production union those guys are a union doing the post stuff but that's a different Uh, union 
Yeah, editors are uh, different, but that's more of like a uh, what's called a trade union. Uh, so that's under like an IATSE contract, which they're currently not on strike. Their deal comes up, I think, next year. Well, I, I never. Sorry, I know this is like a little bit of a swerve, but wait, I, wait, don't I under, a no, no, I don't understand. Uh, uh, wordplay uh, joke. It's more important. Uh, Yahtzee union does sound fun. Thank you. <laughs> Mine was also a wordplay joke well, on Yahtzee. Okay. You were slower than me, and I needed no, I to get not. it out. I was fast no, enough, no. and you interrupted no. me, and then I ceded no. my time to you. This is this is unfair. The Yahtzee union is going to be upset that you guys are striking. <laughs> yeah. Pud Local 138 is on strike as of now. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yes, I, I just will mention, mm-hmm. just to wrap up this part of the discussion, I know we're putting off talking about the teaser trailer for no particular reason. I think there's a lot of interesting stuff to talk around here, is we support the SAG strike. We support the WGA strike. They are striking for what they rightfully deserve, both in terms of compensation and in terms of greater rights. So uh, even oh, though yeah. we are talking about TV shows, they are on strike against streamers like Prime Video right now, to be clear, we are on their side. So there you go. 100%. Uh, and also, just to be clear, that Yahtzee joke made more sense before uh, what you said. <laughs> he was also doing a Yahtzee. <laughs> yeah, I was also going to say I don't understand the rules of Yahtzee. Oh, wow. wow. Dang it. Yeah. Okay, I see. Uh, my bad. Yeah, it's all right. We're, we're past it. Okay, we're off strike. It's good. <laughs> oh, wow. So let's talk about this. Deal. <laughs> Obviously, we, we got a little far afield with when is the boys going to come out. We'll see. Might be next year. Might be later on, etc. But we do know Gen V is coming out, and we've gotten a really good look at the plot here. Based on this trailer, what are your immediate reactions? Pete, what are you feeling about this show now that you've actually seen some of it? Uh, intense. Holy shit. It's very the boys over the top intense, which I think is a fun match for sure. I mean, super gross moments that we saw in the highlights, uh, that fist coming out of the dude's mouth was in very disturbing. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, that was really crazy. Also very disturbing them looking at a tiny shoe. Um, I don't know why that freaked me out so much, but it was it was pretty disturbing. Because it's smaller than a regular shoe. Well, I will mention, uh, just to talk about some of the characters a little bit, there's uh, Lizzie Broadway is playing a character named Emma Meyer, who is um, she is tiny and apparently she can grow to regular size is kind of her ridiculous power. So that's probably what's going on with the tiny shoe, if anything. I I thought it was a Barbie tie in because I was like, wow, this Barbie. Yeah, like very well. They're everywhere. Yeah, very everywhere. Justin, what about you? What was your reaction to this? I thought it was great. What struck me about this is it's funny that the boys as a like an umbrella is becoming sort of like a tone or a vibe like this feels like they took any sort of teen drama or like any sort of a larger uh, superhero property that is a little bit different from your main Avengers, which the boys is doing and they boys it. So mm-hmm. that's that's really exciting. The idea that you could do this for a bunch of different genres of shows, a bunch of different types of shows. Yeah, I agree. A couple of things that I was struck by. Jazz Sinclair's character, her power seems to be to have like stigmata and the blood comes out there. And that feels like the sort of thing exactly in the boys wheelhouse in terms of being profane, dealing with it in the most over the top and disgusting way possible. And then hopefully, like this is my fingers crossed, this is the thing that's hard to tell from a trailer, is how much we're going to get into the characters. Because the thing that we talk about with the boys a lot is... 
it is over the top. It is raunchy, but it's not edgelord. It actually is very empathetic and understanding about the world and nuanced in terms of its discussion of big issues. So my only worry just based on this is like, yeah, you got the fist going out of the guy's mouth. You have them talking about blowing a dude's dick off, all of these things that you would expect. But what I want to see there is college-based stuff that deals with issues that are specific to college students, but deals with them in an interesting and nuanced way. And I I expect we'll get that, but we'll see. Yeah, Uh, It does seem like they are going to do kind of meta stuff like the boys do, uh, because it was that kind of like fake commercial where he was like, I wouldn't pour this over my dick if it cured cancer. So Mm -hmm. it was like, it does seem Mm -hmm. like, as Justin is saying, they boys it up for sure. Well, let's or, talk about that. Would you pour it over your dick if it cured cancer, Pete? Uh, I, if that guy uh, in the show is not going to do it, I'm going to you know trust mm-hmm. his judgment because I'm mm-hmm. not in the show and I'm not a superhero. You're but not? No. Well, but Pete, well, think about this. What if you had a bad case of pee hole cancer? <laughs> Oh, well, uh, yeah, I mean, that's and that a was the cure, that yeah, energy yeah, drink. Well, you can cure. just take it and stick it into one of the glasses and slurp it up like a straw. You guys can do that, too, right? Yeah, that's what? your character in the book. <laughs> straw Gen deck. B. Do you have a straw. trunk instead of a penis? Is that what's going on? <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. got an uh, elephant dung. Right, oh, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the, that's that's the medical. That's a fun deal. 13 years in. Let me look at my watch. Yeah, it's about uh, 13, 14 years in. <laughs> my man Stradick, my man Elephant Dong. We're all heading out. They're yeah, in a Yahtzee union. <laughs> <laughs> One other character that really jumped out to me that certainly makes me nervous, but again, I think they could do a lot of interesting stuff with this, is uh, Derek Law and London Thor playing this character called Jen- Jordan, who is a gender shifter, is the power. Yeah. So I think in terms of... This is the dumbest way to say it possible, but in terms of modern sexuality, dealing with potentially a non-binary character or trans character or whatever metaphor they potentially want to go with there, there's a lot they can play with. But the reason my alarm bells go off is there's also a lot that could go wrong in terms of how they execute that and whether it's appropriately executed. I'm sure they're putting a lot of thought into it, but... Again, interesting idea. I'm curious to see how it happens. In the yeah, show. we'll see for sure. Also, it well, looks the, like... The... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say the boys like tackles satire so well. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, you know, doing something that is like of the moment in the culture and potentially controversial is very much in their wheelhouse. I feel like. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, it seems like they're doing some fun stuff like Avenue Q. It looked like a Muppet murder was mm-hmm. going on or something in there. So uh, love that. Yeah. Love a good puppet episode. It also seems like I, I don't know if you guys felt this as well. It seems like there's almost a murder mystery element to the series, mm-hmm. potentially, yeah. mm-hmm. um, which I'm really into as well. I love the idea of like one of the soups is killing all of the other soups to win this hunger game style competition in the background, maybe outside of the competition. Um, That's cool. That gives it a good framing for the season potentially. Also it looked like one, one person is almost like a dragon ball Z, like throwing Kamehameha's around, you know, Mm -hmm. I guess we'll have to see. Uh, Any other, any other things for the trailer, things you're hoping to get for the show, anything like that? Uh, It also struck me this, like, superhero movies haven't been able to do this, really. They haven't been able to show a different, you know, it's such a thing in comics to have, like, the younger versions of the characters be doing something from, like, New Mutants, all that. They tried to make a New Mutants movie that was, that went hard, sort of like this show is, and it didn't quite do it. So, like, it's exciting that it feels like they maybe have nailed this. Also, the fact that it's 
the name of the show is Gen V, perhaps a direct reference to Gen X, a show that when in the late 90s, mm-hmm. when I was like first mm-hmm. starting to read comics, it was like, this is it. Young, <laughs> sexy, cool superheroes, finally. And then this is taking that and just updating it to our modern, you know, fucked up sensibility. The original Wait. title of the show was Varsity. So I think I think maybe you're right on the right track there in terms of what they're heading. So I like that. I, yeah. I just did you think as a kid you were like finally a comic made for me? Like you were like, oh, this yeah. is exciting. Oh, wow. Comic made for me is sexy teen ready to like uh, take on the world. <laughs> wow. Well, one, one question that uh, I wanted to ask you guys. So this is. Obviously, set in college, not high school, which is fine, but different. It's different. I don't know if you're aware. Pete, we established earlier, college is like a large high school. No, no, yeah, I've seen when Saved by the Bell tried to do it. So, well, that's what I'm yeah. getting at is that shows typically set in college have floundered because you don't have the same high emotions and specific points to hit like prom graduation first dates first time dating somebody ever etc and by the time the characters get to college or with shows in college they've already passed by a lot of those stuff mind you there's been some good shows set in college but just in terms of putting them on tv it's a challenge like it's adding a level of difficulty there uh, what what do you think about that are they gonna well vault it seems- over that? not an issue in your mind well, first off, flounder is delicious, so I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. But secondly, I think the boys goes hard. I would argue Sebastian is more delicious, but you do you. Oh, wow. Guys, wow. I think the Pony Union is on strike, so technically you're <laughs> scabbing right no, now. No, no, we're off strike. We are, we're already <laughs> off strike. I'm not a scab. Nice. Uh-huh. Off striker over here. I, I yeah. just think it's one of those things where the boys goes hard. Uh, the college setting is a more of a setting for that and doing stupid shit. So I feel like... It's more in the wheelhouse of the kind of boys type of attitude. So I I think it, uh, I don't think it will be a deterrent. I think it could open things up a little bit and we could get some interesting stories. I'm kind of excited about it. Maybe they're going to have like some time abroad. It's going to be a lot about getting the right internship um, and uh, nailing that pre-med program. Kind of oh, thing. wow. There you go. Going to class on time. I would say it's probably they wanted to uh, be able to cast older people a little mm-hmm. bit and not ha- and have them like be 40 a year olds. Bit. Yeah, like 40 year olds. Yeah. Shouts. Uh, <laughs> I think we shouted out the 40 year olds enough. I think we get it. Uh, hey, every time we shout talk, out to 40 year olds, you're the real ones. <laughs> the, but to be able to have them have like endorsement deals, stuff mm-hmm. like that, to do it with like a freshman high school, maybe. Gets into a little bit. We got to explain how all this happened. Yeah, their voices are cracking and they're growing Yuck. up real quick, etc. I, I agree. I think it's a strategic decision. We'll just see based on the entire history of television whether it actually works out. I'm I'm positive. I think it will. One, uh, oh, it seems like you of, got a little negative slant on that there. Bro. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like in ter- like I was saying, in terms of the history of television, this has been a challenging setting to embrace and make work past one or two seasons. So if they make it work, and I think they will, I'm I'm very excited to see that. That's awesome. College Um, is the new high school. It's where our emotions truly blossom. Oh, boy. Uh, I know mine did. The little bit of correction before we wrap up here, it's actually The Boys Volume 4. We got to go now if you want to check it out by Garth Garth Ennis and Derek Robinson. Uh, Mm. Maybe we'll check in with that before the show comes. We should check it out. There you go. And if you'd like to support this podcast and all the podcasts we do, patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every 
Tuesday night at 7 p.m. to Facebook and YouTube. Come hang out. We would love to chat with you about The Boys or Gen V or anything in the extended universe. Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or the app of your choice to subscribe, listen, and follow the show at Comic Book Live on Twitter, Comic Book Club Live on Instagram, and TikTok, comicbookclublive.com for this podcast and many more. Until next time, I don't remember how we sign off this podcast, but boys, 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 boys. boys. I think uh, we say see you on the picket line, Strawdick. Wow, nice. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha